0: Hi, I'm Daryl Cagle, and this is the Cast, where we're all about editorial cartoons. And I'm here today with my buddy, Rick McKee, brilliant editorial cartoonist, Rick McKee, who uh, is also uh, quite good with artificial intelligence. And he has done a lot of very uh, interesting and fun experimenting with things. And he did a cartoon drawn by artificial intelligence that we did a podcast about. And we did an earlier podcast about artificial intelligence, where I had to cut the podcast short because we ran too long and I had a whole bunch of Rick's great uh, celebrity caricature AI drawings. So I decided to have one that is just all Rick and celebrity AI caricatures. Nice to have you here, Rick. So uh, Rick, thank you for joining us. Good to be here. The
1: the point of this one was I was trying to think of, uh, you know, celebrity types that you never really saw get angry. I think the AI prompt was something like uh, screaming furiously, something like that. And Bob Ross, Bob Ross, immediately came to mind. You know, he's so gentle, and you never saw Bob Ross get angry. So this is particularly
0: funny. I thought. But it is just so uh, funny to see these people angry.
1: Yeah. it even looks like he's maybe he's got some flames coming off his back or something there. He's so he's so mad he's about to burst into flames.
0: Okay, here <laughs> but, you have Abe Lincoln. Yeah. This is this is just as hilarious. We don't, was, we don't ever see him having any expression.
1: Yeah, he was furious. I think he was screaming at Mary Todd Blinken about something. She left some dirty dishes in the sink or something.
0: Oh, yeah, she can drive you crazy.
1: She really can.
0: Rick, what the hell do we use this for?
1: You know, I don't know. Nothing, just to have fun. Although I, I will say I know for a fact there are some agencies poking around that do television and things like that. And they are looking at the opportunities for what this can be used for. Um, I've I've talked to a guy about that. I don't know if there's a possibility. For me, it's just for fun. I'm just doing it for fun. And and I throw it out there on Reddit and see if anybody likes it or not. But uh, as for practical application, I I just don't know yet. Uh, I know know that a lot of art directors, if they wanted a photo of Abraham Lincoln getting angry, they've got one immediately right there at their fingertips. Of course this is gonna have an impact
0: on On editorial cartoons and I expect it will be sooner rather than later. I don't know what that will be and I don't know how we'll deal with it. I expect it will be in the form of people submitting cartoons that have very interesting graphics and the point of view or the writing is dubious and and we need to make a decision about that.
1: Yeah, I agree. I will say that before we did this podcast yesterday, I went back uh, just to try to see where it stood on creating editorial cartoons, and it's still n- nowhere near. So, I think we're okay, you know, for a couple more weeks. But, um, I tried one in your style, I tried one in my style. It, it doesn't even seem to understand the concept. But there's a new version out,
0: it actually did better with the earlier version. That's mid journey new-
1: 5.2, yeah, mid journey. and i think i think mid journey four did a better job with being creative and i think mid journey 5.2 is so focused on being photorealistic that it's lost some sort of making creative leaps it doesn't it doesn't do as well like um well that's good maybe
0: that gives us a few a few weeks yeah Um, here's (laughs) stan lee yeah stan lee is very good
1: i don't think i've ever saw stan lee get really mad but here he is you know he's
0: He's really upset there. Yeah. You know, it does a good job with teeth. It gives everybody good teeth.
1: Well, it does now. Some of the ones I think that we'll see later, what it used to do is it would give you multiple rows of teeth like a shark. And it was really bad, but it seems to have gotten better at it. Uh, Just like it gave you way too many fingers, it gave you way too many rows of teeth. And I think in one of them I went in and I, I took some of the teeth out Photoshop. But yeah, look at—he's clenching his fists so hard. He's white knuckled. He's white knuckle angry. And we know how Mr. Rogers can get. You know, I mean, he is furious. Yeah, he—he
0: he can go over the top. It's, it's funny. Me. I think I'm going to call this presentation Angry Bob Ross. There's something about Bob Ross that is just <laughs> the, I think, the funniest of all these. Here's Angry Jimmy Carter. Oh, Jimmy um, Carter.
1: Look at him. He is beside himself. He just looks a little bit disgusted, doesn't
0: he? He does. Now, when we did our artificial intelligence podcast, you had sent me a whole bunch of nice celebrity caricatures that right. you did in AI. And it really is nice at doing the caricatures. It um, yeah, does, does really good. Kind of serious looking people but the caricatures were caricatures and it was creepy to me that it did so well at uh capturing the the personality and exaggerating the things that really captured those people
1: right the exaggerations were on point the things you would want to exaggerate and you know i i think it's just out there scraping from other caricatures on on these I was looking for a more photorealistic effect and not so much a caricature so you know and it, it understood that well
0: that is uh, scary, and I see why this is so interesting and captivating of course, I'd rather have people more interested and captivated in our editorial cartoons and uh, yeah. i I don't know how this is gonna go i we just all sit back and watch, but we could make some decisions here about uh. Which way we might push things.
1: Well, you know, the, the NCS has come out with a statement and they're they're violently opposed to any AI and NCS being National Cartoon Society for anybody watching this. They put out when I did my editorial cartoon they put out a statement sort of more or less condemning it.
0: There are some artists who have styles that are very much conducive to what AI can do that I think are on the front lines to, to lose all of their work first. Well,
1: and the other thing that's going on now that I've noticed, one of the problems they've had was generating a consistent character. So let's say you were drawing a children's book. You know, you're going to need that little, whatever it is, that little character, little boy, little girl, or robot, or dog uh to look the same on every page and so it was having a difficult time capturing that look and they've they've come up with some workarounds where they do character sheets so you tell it you give it a prompt little girl eight years old, Big Tails wearing a spacesuit, and you tell it character sheet, and then it gives you just a whole bunch of that same little character in different angles and different poses. Then if you're good at Photoshop, you can go in and you can lift that character out of that page and plop it down into a AI generated background. And then all of a sudden, you know, you add words to it and you've got a children's book. And it looks wonderful. It looks amazing. So yeah, that's a real concern. R-
0: really disturbing. Okay. So, what I'm going to do is I'm going to go back to that last uh, podcast that we recorded, and that will be you talking about your caricatures. And that's a fun conversation. And you are on with Rivers and Andy Singer. Here you've got Joe Biden. Tell us about this. I was trying
2: to come up with caricatures that didn't look like illustrations. I was trying to come up with the most photorealistic caricatures that I could come up with. So that's kind of where this started. I didn't even give it a photo to start with, just text prompt. And the text prompt was something along the lines of photorealistic caricature of Joe Biden. I noticed Uh, this on some of these, they look like they have puppet elements. So puppets were part of the... Well, a puppet is a 3D figure that I thought the AI would understand. I was trying to give it, and I thought maybe it could make that correlation. And, you know, and so... Yeah, his hands kind of look a kind bit of like, what's funny about this is, apparently, Prince Charles has these sausage fingers, and I didn't tell it to do that. It just did that on its own. You know, they're talking about how
0: programmers are going to be obsolete very soon, and the new skill is writing instructions for AI to get it to do exactly what you want. And you've done a whole lot of this to the point where you're getting wonderful results. I think anybody that just starts playing with AI to get images sees that they're pretty crummy, and it's quite a skill set to develop to get something good out of it.
2: Yeah, it just take takes some takes some practice to figure out how to get what you want out of it, and, and then there's some technical. Things as far as aspect ratios and you know horizontal versus vertical and that sort of thing. I've been playing with it uh, about a year now, so I, I feel like this is where everything's going, and I'm just fascinated by it. And it's just blows my mind how you can just churn this stuff out in a matter of minutes. And it's fun to play with and terrifying with what it's able to do. So it's a matter of minutes for you because you've spend
0: a lot of time developing a set of instructions that works for different caricatures
2: when you fit them into the same instructions. That's right. So I took the basic prompt. And you know, if you're not getting exactly what you want, you can add words, take away words, and try to coax it into something that you you want.
0: Well, this is hilarious. And you know, her hand makes me laugh. And I've got, the hand is a comment in itself. And the hair is hilarious. Now, it's not, it's not the AI that's being funny with that. You must be putting that into the prompts. No, the AI is being funny with it. The AI did that. I didn't do that. We think of those as the reason human cartoonists exist in order to make those kind of visual uh, comments in their work. And you're saying that, no, this is hilarious visual commentary entirely coming from the machine.
2: Yeah, so what I did do was part of the prop was exaggerated. You know, I, I, I put the word exaggerated in and some other descriptive word like that. And so, you know, she's got this, this hair and the AI understood caricature and understood exaggerated and understood photorealistic, three-dimensional sort of puppet-like. And so you put all that together and this is
0: what it turns out. Well, I find her hand particularly funny. Did you say anything about her
3: hand?
2: No. Just did that.
3: I actually find it disturbing. Yeah. Oh. So, uh, obviously, you've been at this for a year. So, I have a question. What subscription service level would you recommend?
2: It depends on how much time you want to spend with it. Um, I've got the upper tier subscription. Originally, they offered free, which with the limited amount of generations, they, they've done away with that. And so now the lowest peers, $10 a month and you have 200 hours of generations, but you can burn that up pretty quickly. I was finding that I was, uh, you know, as I work, as I do my cartoons, I'll keep it running in the background. If something pops in my head, I'll go over there and just bang in a prompt just to see what I can come up with. And uh, so I've gone to the, up, which it's like $30 a month, but I, you know, um, I used it in business I think it's the future. So i just try to learn as much as I can about it. Um, so yeah, that's the, that's the upper tier. Man,
0: I can see doing a, a caricature feature in syndication doing these, and these would all be uncopyrighted. Would we get objections if we did that? Um, right. probably, probably soon. Do you I'm think, curious sh- to-
4: uh, uh, which I brought up before, but, um, There is, and this goes back to before AI, um, just looking at computer animation technology. And based on computer animation technology uh, in the last 20, 25 years, everything looks the same. So there's the toy story, sort of a way of doing computer animation, which I have a feeling relates to the programs like Maya and stuff. Um, There's... Uh, a certain line, computer animation art, which you see in Family Guy and, um, you know, zillions of things that on some level kind of knock off the symptoms, but also I think it has to do with the technology and the aesthetics. And um, I wonder the same thing about AI. It's, it's very good at a certain aesthetic, um, but how does it handle... I, I go back and look at old uh, animations in the 60s and 70s that were done with cell animation. And they have this certain beautiful hand-drawn quality and diversity of style um, that just doesn't exist anymore. And I wonder whether um, AI-generated imagery is going to be similar to that.
2: Um, I that's mean, a good point. But what I, I could tell you is having played with this, if I wanted to take these saved images and type in, you know, I could take Barack Obama and then I could, I could hit a variation and then I could add to the prompt in the style of you a know, Harper's magazine illustration from the 1800s. And it would boom, turn that into that style of that lithograph
4: look. I'd love to see that. Okay, or I guess I, I, I guess I need to subscribe. Well, yeah, I mean, you know, you can cancel it anytime and for 10 bucks a
2: month, you know, uh, it's, it's, I think it's worth fooling around with. Um, I've done these. I have showed Daryl some of these submarine images in the style of Harper's Magazine and lithographs. And you look at it, and you—it looks or... like you—you you really
0: would think that that's what it was. And uh, you also showed me some. You asked for it to do blueprints. Yes. Oh, those were the most beautiful looking hand
2: drawn blueprints. Yeah, blueprints. It does cut away know. infographic looking stuff, which is something
0: I've seen lately. Yeah, um, you know, if you can do these classic looking etchings that look like they're by hand and, and I think that's,
2: yeah.
0: Yeah. And um I think that's because they've just been spending more time on putting that into it than they have individual cartoonists who who have a, a style to their hand, their wrist. Right. Uh, I'm pessimistic about it. I, I think it's going to do very well at all that that stuff that we think is special to us very soon. This Oprah is uh, excellent.
3: Can I, can I go back to that last cartoon? Um, I noticed, I, I know that Rick does not like Donald Trump. It's very apparent. And I, I was kind of <laughs> contrasting that with the image of Barack Obama before. Um, where it was somewhat uh you know, it's kind of nice of him. Um, you know, very appealing. I'm wondering as a as a conservative cartoonist, um, why you um like obviously you would enter in the prompts here, but what what was it that you entered in to make him look as appealing as he does here? And then in the following one, you made Trump look as uh terrified and and monstrous as as he does here is that something that you um that you asked for or is that something that the ai actually interpreted for you
2: it's the way the ai interpreted it. i used the same prompt and just
3: switched the names um,
2: so the ai is liberal that could be
3: very very clear yeah i know i i did some on you know, chat chat uh gpt i did some some Kind of deep searches when it came to uh, some topics like for instance the australian fire that happened in 2020 and it was interesting that it could not tell me anybody who had committed arson but it could tell me who all the j6 um principals were and i find that very curious that and it always came back with my uh my my understanding is limited to uh, a certain date in 2021.
0: I think Chat GPT is limited in how much it scraped the internet for facts. They give you warnings about how uh, you shouldn't rely on it for facts. I, somebody had it do a bio on me and sent that to me just because it was shocking thing. how it got everything wrong in my bio. Uh, yeah. But they say, my hours but they say that they're uh, letting it scrape for facts now, and that probably will be solved soon.
3: Yeah. They- but the that version to, of
2: GPTl it goes back to 2021.
3: yeah yeah so uh, but that goes back to what I was kind of um getting to and that is that this this interpretation of Donald Trump seems to be um somewhat and I would say programmed by somebody who really does not like Donald Trump as opposed wow. to somebody who seems to really like Barack Obama I would
2: say one thing that's going on if you if you just do a Google image search of Obama and then do a Google image search of Trump. Uh, tr- there's a lot more images of Trump because he holds all these rallies where he's actually making this screamy kind of face that he makes when he's, when he's up there and he's, he's had a lot more angry type speeches than Barack Obama ever gave. So I think when it's out there scraping for images, that's kind of what you're getting. You angry. Trump, Trump built his brand on angry populism, which Barack Obama did not. And I think, it, I think it's reflecting those images. We think of America being
0: kind of evenly divided between crazy right and uh, rational left. So you would think that you'd get an even uh, distribution of pro-Trump and anti-Trump images, but that doesn't consider the rest of the world, which is all pretty anti-Trump. And their images would all be on the con side, so I could see that if it was just scraping everything in the world, it would get more
4: anti-Trump than pro-Trump.
3: Well, well I mean, that, that seems again,
4: like... like all human biases are baked into this stuff. Absolutely, and you know, all human—you um, know—human greed, human um, desire to be god, human everything is baked into AI. So
2: it's a mirror. Yeah. We're holding, we up this mirror, and yeah, no, that's to be Showing us basically what we put out.
3: So AI yeah. is interpreting that that uh, Barack Obama was was pure as the driven snow and and wonderful, and Trump was was this evil maniac. Um, I, I just find that very curious. Well,
2: What's I don't cool? know that I don't know that Obama is pure as the driven snow, but I did think correct when you say Trump was an evil maniac. I think he got me. <laughs>
0: Uh, th- this Oprah is hilarious, Rick. And this is all full of what you would think is human visual wit. Uh, yeah.
2: And look at that hair. It looks like real hair. Great. Here is uh, Snoop Dogg. You know, somebody made the point. I posted these on Reddit. And, said, and as usual, Snoop Dogg just looks like Snoop Dogg. He's not really, he's not really caricatured that much. I, I went and I compared this image. You know, he's, he's caricatured lightly, but uh, kind of just looks like himself. It does. This one I thought was hilarious. This one
3: has a lot of what you would think of uh, clever caricature. That one almost looks ghoulish, though. I, I really like the Oprah Winfrey one. That that d- didn't seem to have much of an editorial content to it, where some of these are almost... There's kind of like kindness, and so when I look at that, I think as somebody who's uh, very kind and, and, and uh, kind of a reflection of what society views her as but I'm not too sure that that last image was kind at all. It,
4: well, it
0: well he he, he plays a, a Harry, bad right? guy. No, this is uh, William, William Defoe. Yeah, William
4: Defoe. okay. He plays a lot of uh,
2: villains. Yeah.
0: I suppose, yeah. He's the Green Goblin. He's, uh, oh, I he's a bad guy.
2: Oh, I forgot about that. Guy. Yes, he, that's oh, yeah. right, he was. Yeah, he's been a lot of bad guys. You gotta worry.
0: That's the last one I have for you, Rick. I'm actually... Okay. Okay, so uh, I uh, I'm very impressed with this, Rick. You want to you want to do politicians and put it up as another feature? You could be <laughs> an anonymous AI cartoonist. Anonymous works for Rivers.
4: Nah. I got I got my hands full. I'm sure somebody else in already do it. You could just um you could uh, appear with a computer screen over your head, like the residents used to have the eyeball costumes or something. Yeah, we like Max Headroom. Yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah. There you go. <laughs>
3: I know I've seen quite a few Trump-generated images, like uh, AI-generated images of Trump, that make him look like uh, the second coming, where he's riding a white horse or he's some kind of great soldier or triumphal historical figure. Um, and I'm, I'm just they, they obviously u- they're using prompts to make him look that way, as opposed to the one that uh, that Rick had up. Okay,
0: gentlemen, that is. Uh... I, I guess we've uh, we've talked this through and thank you so much, Rick. I'm really impressed with all this stuff. And thank you, Andy. It was great to have you here for the first time. I hope you do some more of these with us.
4: Yeah. That hey, thanks.
0: That was nice. To hey, you. And
3: don't forget about me.
0: I love you, Rivers. <laughs> thank you for being here. Bye,
2: guys. Okay. Nice. Um,
0: that was uh, the end of our extra on uh, AI with uh, Rick McKee's caricatures. Remember to Subscribe to the Cast wherever uh, you're, you're watching this. Subscribe to the Cast. Subscribe to the Cast. Our Cast is available in both video and audio versions. So if you don't see the cartoons, go to Kegel.com or our Apple Podcasts or KegelCast.com or YouTube or Spotify to see the cartoons and video podcast. Keep coming back every week for another Cast, and we will see you next time. Thank you again, everybody, and see you later.